Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. <clears throat> this is Season 18, Episode 9. We're going to be diving into a little business psychology today. We're going to go over three different effects that happen based off of leadership and performance and ways that you can really create a rhetoric or a rubric for yourself that you can use to set yourself up for success, set your team up for success. Uh, and really, if, if you're a student or a doctor in business, this is going to benefit you either way. But before we hop into that conversation, let's hear from our amazing sponsors that allowed us podcasts to be available for you. It is an all-in-one practice management software with helpful tools like online booking, admin scheduling, integrated payment processing, and charting. But there's more to Jane than you might think. The team at Jane cares a lot about the problems you face as a practitioner. One of those problems is the prevalence of no-shows and late cancellations in practices. So they've made it easy for you with a few simple tools built right into Jane. That includes the ability to implement an online booking payment policy, send out unlimited text and email reminders, and enabling waitlist management features to fill those last minute gaps that weren't preventable. Come see Jane in action at jane.app and use our code LEGENDARY to receive an entire month of offset billing. That's J-A-N-E dot A-P-P and promo code LEGENDARY at checkout. Total Clinic Solutions is your go-to source for purchasing both brand new and refurbished chiropractic equipment, as well as phone support for repairs and maintenance. Allow them to combine your wishes and their 23 years of chiropractic equipment expertise to find what's best for you and your patients by heading to TotalClinicSolutions.com and use promo code LEGENDARY for $100 off on qualifying table purchases. That's TotalClinicSolutions.com, promo code LEGENDARY for $100 off. Hello and welcome back. This is Season 18, Episode 9. Uh, let's talk a little business psychology because this is really important. Whether you lead a team, you want to lead a team, uh, if you're in a team, it's really just beneficial no matter where you are or what you're doing because... Uh, things like this are the things that set us up for success that allow us to really go above and beyond and take ourselves to the next level. So let's dive into it. We're going to talk a little bit about the Pygmalion effect. This is a uh, an experiment that was done by Dr. Rosenfield. Uh, essentially, it was an experiment done. It was originally based off of a, a conversation of a Greek sculptor. It was a story of a Greek sculptor named Ovid that he had created this statue named Pygmalion, or excuse me, it was uh, named Galatea. He, his name was Pygmalion. He created a sculpture that he fell in love with. And eventually, towards the end of the story, he was so in love with the sculpture that the, uh, the sculpture actually came alive. So uh, that story is broken down, but a lot of business psychology is poured into the story and, and utilized today in business. And we're going to dive into that. So let's get into it. What is the Pygmalion effect? It is where situations where high expectations lead to improved performance and low expectations lead to worsened performance. And how does this show up? Management. Seen it time and time again. Business in general, and then also sports psychology. So how does this really work? So let's break it down. There's four steps. It's going to be in a circle. So we're going to start with our beliefs, the things that we believe, and then the influence that uh, imp it impacts our beliefs 
which lead to our actions. These actions are based on how we treat other people. So our beliefs lead to actions towards others. That's based off influence. Then the actions that we have impact others and the beliefs they have about themselves. So this is where situations where high expectations lead to improved performance. So if our beliefs, our beliefs are that we perform really high, then our actions are that we perform really high. Others believe that we perform really high. Okay, so we're tracking. So now our beliefs are influenced by our actions that are towards others that impact others, which create beliefs about themselves, which cause others' actions to respond towards us. This reinforces our beliefs. So if I go into a sport and I have a high expectation of an outcome, then there is the potential that I will have improved performance versus me going in and not having a lot of expectation towards my performance. I'm not going to perform well. Your beliefs manifest your future. Your beliefs lead to actions. Those actions are how other people interpret your beliefs. They take those in and they actually will perform actions themselves, which will reinforce your beliefs. So this is an influence on behavior how we show up and how we impact others, our beliefs towards others, our beliefs towards ourselves. It's all part of the conversation. If you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe that you're going to be capable of performing something, then you're setting yourself up for, uh, for failure from the get-go. If part one or part two boards is coming up and you have put in little to no effort and you don't believe that you're going to do well, you're setting yourself up for failure because your expectations are too low and your performance is going to result in a low performance. So that is the Pygmalion effect. You can apply this in so many different ways. If you're studying for a test and you're a student, if you're studying for an exam, if you're studying for boards, no matter what it is, if you're in practice and you want to perform prone adjusting, so you're going to practice setting up on your spine. You're going to practice getting tissue fill on a person on the table. You know, you have that conversation and give expectations like, Hey, I've been working on this new adjustment. I think it's a really great adjustment and would be, you know, you would benefit from it because it's what you need right now in the moment. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do this adjustment. And I just want to let you know, that's going to be a great adjustment. You've set yourself up for success. You've set the person up for success. That's going to receive the adjustment and the whole situation now has a positive outlook based on your belief and their belief of you. Now the action obviously has to be the performance part that you got to be able to perform. If you believe you can perform, you're going to perform. Don't expect to be able to be perfect and do it great every single time. That's just setting yourself up for failure again. Again, high expectations yield improved performance. Low expectations yield a worsened performance. So these are self-fulfilling prophecies. These are internal beliefs, things that you believe about yourself that show up in your actions. And this can really compound in your life and in your business. So really take a good look. If you're listening to this, take a good look at how you're functioning, how your results are coming. What are your expectations? You know, don't set yourself up for failure by looking to achieve too high too soon because principle six, there is no process that does not require time. And principle 15, no motion without the effort of force. You have to have effort. You have to have motion and you have to have some patience because it takes time to get really good at something. They say it takes 10,000 hours to become a master in something. I think that's a little short. I think it's more like a hundred thousand hours. I found 
but sorry, Siri's yelling at me. Uh, so let's talk about two other effects. Before we do that, though, we're going to talk. We're going to hear from our other sponsors that allow this podcast to happen, and then we're going to dive into the other two effects I want to talk about, which is the Galatea effect and the Golem effect. HealthPair is the number one choice for owner-operated practitioners like you to source, screen, and place candidates for your office. Let our world-class team assist you along your hiring journey. Book an intro call with us so we can learn more about your recruiting needs, how and if we can assist you, and give you the best next steps to take in order to fill your positions as soon as possible. We place all positions, from doctors to office managers to techs, assistants, everyone in between. HealthPair has you covered. Head to healthpair.io to book your intro call with us and mention this podcast ad to receive an additional 10% off your first month. That's healthpair.io. And welcome back. Season 18, episode nine. We're talking about the Pygmalion effect. We're diving into business psychology and how that shows up in life and how we can use it in everyday life. If you're just tuning in, we talked about how uh, situations where high expectations can lead to an improved performance, where low expectations will lead to a worsened performance. And we're going to talk about two more. I'm going to briefly touch the Galatea effect. Uh, If you remember, Galatea was the sculpture that the, uh, the artist was carving, fell in love with, eventually came alive in that old Greek story. But Galatea effect is an individual's belief in their abilities that affect their performance. It's very similar to the Pygmalion effect. Uh, It's more so the the individual that's being received of those expectations and how they perceive themselves. So in that conversation, the Pygmalion effect, it's that second half of the conversation are uh, the beliefs that you have that are leading to the actions that you do for others are those creating enough impact on others for them to believe the same of themselves. And then their actions then will ensue and show their beliefs and what they believe that then will reinforce your beliefs. So the other effect is called the Golem effect. The Golem effect is a process where superiors anticipate low performance and that causes uh, their behavior to be very predictable because if you don't expect them to do something and not to do it, be able to do it well, they're not going to put the, the effort forth to uh, achieve a high level of performance, right? So if you have a new athlete or a new patient come in and your expectation is absolutely the bare minimum for them, they're only going to do the bare minimum, maybe not even that. Whereas you set the bar really high and like, here's the standard, here's what we want to do and it will take time to get here. But my expectation is for you to be able to achieve this set standard you've now positively reinforced that person with a belief and then the dedicated follow through action steps for them to achieve it and to have that improved performance. I hope that that makes sense. So really the Golem effect is a belief of uh, that a lack of skills, potential or willingness to succeed. They literally just do not have that belief in them. So the effect is that you set an expectation so low that they themselves are like, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to try. That is not what we want to do. That's like I've seen it in school so much as a student. You get into a class, you're like, I don't care. I don't want to learn. This isn't what I'm going to do whenever I'm in practice. So I'm never going to use this information. That is the wrong attitude to have. 
you must understand that every single thing you learn in life can be applicable at some point. It is your job to find where you can apply that information because it is being introduced into your nervous system. So let's break down the Pygmalion and the Golem effects. I want you to think the Pygmalion effect is more of a positive benefit, whereas the Golem effect is more of a negative benefit. So in the Pygmalion effect, uh, what are we generating? You know, high expectations, high improvement or high performance. So we're creating more trust. We're creating more freedom and we're creating more responsibility. And that then gives us a solution focused mindset. We're in that growth mindset. We're moving forward. We're not focused on the things that we don't have or that we are not, but we're focused on the things that we want to become the things that we do have. So with the Pygmalion effect, if you introduce this into your practice or introduce this into your, your life, what are some of the benefits that you can have uh, by introducing this into your life? Uh, one would be increased productivity. You would have more productivity in your life based on the expectations you create for yourself because those are based off your beliefs, which lead to actions. Uh, number two, a better employee commitment and motivation. This is so important. Having been part of multiple fraternities going through school, uh, you definitely see people that get in and once they're in, they're like, oh, I've done what I need to. And they don't want to do anything else. They're like, you know, check the box done. Well, they're setting themselves up for failure, but the leadership set them up for failure because they may have not educated them or told them about the process of like, you know, this is just the beginning where you have to get in. Now it's, we have to have initiation and we have to have follow through. So that commitment for an employee to join your business and to really motivate them and set them right and get them the proper course correction to be able to have, uh, be a high performer in, in business and in practice and in life. Number three, you're going to increase your proactiveness. This is just straightforward. If you set yourself up with high expectations and high beliefs, you're going to have the actions to follow through that are going to influence and impact others. So you're going to be more proactive. You're going to want to do it. It's going to feel good. And you're going to want to do those things. Uh, number four, an increased integration with that company's strategies and uh, their goals. So are we going to be able to meet our goals? Are we going to be able to be able to meet our KPIs? If we are, then I expect you to be able to meet those regularly. Now we're creating a higher consistent turnover. So it's like, Hey, like, you know, can we do this one month, two months, three months, six months, a quarter, you know, can we do this semi-annually? Can we do this annually? Is this something that we can expect to be able to maintain and create sustainability here? And number five, uh, better employee self-confidence. What office, what chiropractor do you want to walk into and have the doc walk in and have a bunch of waffle words? And I don't know, maybe he's in these, and like, you don't want that. You want confidence. You want conviction. You want, you want somebody that knows what they do and how they do it and what they're going to provide. That in itself is just, you know what? You need that. You need that period. If you're a doctor and you're not confident in your ability to provide, this is a great way for you to take some action steps, change your beliefs and really impact your life positively and getting out of that funk. Then more innovation. This is, I mean, in business, innovation is how we advance. What are we doing to evolve? What are we doing to increase the productivity? What are we doing to increase the results? How are we benefiting our patients? How are we benefiting the people in our lives? How are we benefiting our spouse, our partners? You know, what are we doing to ensure 
that we're showing up and we're doing everything we can for the people in our lives. And stepping away from that Pygmalion effect, let's talk about the Golem effect. And this is more negative. You know, low expectations yield uh, low performance. So if you have a leader or uh, someone that is in a leadership position and they're very negative and they're ve they have no expectations of you, then uh, this person is going to lack in the employee's self-trust and their self-confidence. They're going to demean them. They're going to break them down. And that person is going to lose their self-confidence and lose the trust in themselves. So yeah, like low expectations, they're not going to expect themselves to be able to do anything. So their beliefs in themselves and the beliefs of their leaders of them, low expectations yield low results. Two, uh, a lack of trust in their peers and superiors. So I have personally seen this being in the military. Uh, you have somebody that gets promoted and they start giving out commands and all of a sudden you're like, well, he's never done that. They never done that. They don't know what they're talking about. I don't trust them. I wouldn't go to war with them. X, Y, Z. Uh, in business, you have a ton of people that, for instance, this is a great example, a 22-year-old trying to tell you how to do business when you've been in practice for 20 years and they have two days, you know, in, in the funk, they're doing their thing. Like they have no experience. There is no experience. And if, if there's no experience, then you're not going to be able to trust that person. You're not going to have confidence in that person's capabilities. And again, low confidence, low results, low expectations. And then disregarded ideas, people that just know everything, right? They're like, oh, I've tried that before. That's never going to happen. Well, you just shot that person down. You are not that person. So who are you to ever shoot a person down and their thoughts down? Because what happened and worked for you may not work for that person or the opposite, right? It's like if that person wants to try something and you've tried it, it may work for them and it may not work for you. So who are you to shoot them down? You should set expectations for them to be successful and help them achieve that goal. Then disregarding responsibility. Man, I could talk about this all day. In the military, people, uh, we call them skaters. They just skate through. They just put on their, their skates and they're just going through the motions. They don't care. They're just here to get a paycheck. These are the people that completely offset their responsibility and they just don't want to show up. They don't even want to be there. The best thing you could possibly do for that cut them is cut them loose and replace them with somebody that wants to show up. And then, of course, low productivity. You're going to have low productivity if you have people that don't have a good belief in the system. They're not trusting in the system. They don't trust their superiors. They don't trust anything. They don't have confidence in themselves. How are you ever going to expect someone that has low self-esteem and low confidence to ever yield good results? You have to uplift that person as a leader, as a business leader, as a chiropractor. That's what we do. We are coaching you into health. We're helping you understand how you function in that way. You can set expectations and those beliefs really high so that we can create good action steps that yield great results. Ultimately, it's going to become problematic if you have this golem effect in your life. If you have people in your life that are um, knocking you down, they're not holding you to a high standard. Uh, the best thing you can do is step away from that situation. Uh, just remove yourself, go to somewhere that you're uplifted, that you're positively reinforced and you're supported. Find something that is sustainable sustainability is extremely important for the human condition. We need 
positive, uplifting people that are sustainable and they're consistent in our lives. Routine consistency is absolutely key to productivity. I hope that this uh, podcast has been beneficial. If you enjoyed it, please hit that follow button, share this with a friend, comment, like, let me know what your thoughts are. And then we will see you guys next week for another episode of the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast.